0: Hi, guys. Well, here we are again talking about coaching. And as always, I'm here with Yannick and Sivash. Hello. Hey, good to see you. So, right, today we've got a really interesting question, I think. And the question is, what can I, as a coach, expect from my clients?
1: Huh.
0: <laughs> good one.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I d- actually forgot where we picked that up, but it certainly comes up a lot when when I supervise people, ask themselves a lot what their clients expect from them. right There's a almost to a point of where people are really under under pressure. They, they feel like there's so many expectations on me. clients come to the coaching to expect the coaching to work and I have to make the coaching work because I'm the coach, right? They pay me for my service so I need to make it work for them. Um, and it it's, I think it's an important question to ask what do I take responsibility for? But uh, I, as part of the contracting conversation, as part of s- co-creating this space, I, I think it's really important that we talk to our clients about what we expect from them. And for some coaches, it felt like a really counterintuitive question to ask, but also a quite liberating one in the end. so i'll I'll pause there and see see what you guys think where, where you at with that question. Sege so has a big smile on his face, so I think he has, <laughs> I think he has a take on this.. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a great question because often as coaches, we've, you know, the, most of the focus is on like, how, how do I get better? And that, I mean, that's, that's been my focus. Like, how do I get better? And then, and then usually there's this question as well, like, how do I get good results for my clients? Right. How can I create this? And I think, you know, the first word I wrote down is a co-creation. I think you touched on that, right. It doesn't matter how good you are as a coach. If you can't, like set the relationship, the relationship up in a powerful way, like in a way that serves both parties, the result might not be actually as you wanted, Right. And you know, yes, some people have experience being coached, but I think the majority of people actually don't have experience. And it's in, in six years is the first recently I read a book and I interviewed actually the author of the book. And it's the first book I've come across in six years is called how to get the most out of coaching. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a book actually written for clients, for people mm-hmm. that are being coached. I think it's such a great book. And and again, here with this question is like, what what can I expect from my clients? I think it's as coaches, we really want to first think about like, hey, what would make this a successful relationship? And then how can we how how can we communicate those expectations? Like if I expect my clients to be on time, I expect them to, to be in a quiet place, to be really present. Uh, if we don't communicate that, it will just be an expectation. Mm-hmm. Right? But we if we communicate that we can create that container together. I remember someone that paid a lot of money for coaching all showed up in the gym on a bike on a coaching mm-hmm. session. And I thought, well, hey, you know what? Initially I was frustrated, but then I when I reflected on it, I thought, well, it's part of it, it I didn't I didn't communicate this properly. I didn't set up this relationship properly. Mm. Yeah, let, let me let me pause there. Um
2: yeah. yeah, so you took some responsibility for how you set this up, right? So mm-hmm. what our clients can expect from us, perhaps. I mean, everybody sets their business up in a different way and everybody practices in a different way. But like, I, I, my clients can expect from me that I'll bring some of the stuff up that we need to contract, that we need to agree on, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about what's your responsibility and what's mine. And what are you taking responsibility for? I want my client to take as much responsibility for this as possible. Mm. I don't know. Nikki, what do you think?
0: I think it's really great. Um, you know, I think I totally agree with what you guys have been saying. Like, especially I think, you know, when I, the first thing I think when I think of coaching is the word collaboration. Um, I think, you know, some people maybe who come to coaching for the first time and you know, maybe from how coaching is often represented can see coaches as some sort of miracle workers and come into coaching with a lot of expectations maybe from their coach. And I think, you know, one one thing I feel strongly about is the idea of empowering my client to take responsibility for themselves, for their lives, for their outcome. So again, it's, you know, and that's something that that I put in my my contracting as well in in the paper contract before, you know, as they sign kind of their agreement is kind of, it, it clearly outlines the terms of, you know, what I'm promising to deliver or to bring to our conversations and also what I expect of them in order for, for this coaching agreement to work. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really important to remember that ultimately, you know a lot of the responsibility for the outcome, if not most of it, rests with the client, and we're just kind of here as facilitators to you know enable mm-hmm. their personal development and thinking process.
2: Yeah yeah, it's so it's so interesting what's unspoken very often and what for many people goes without saying doesn't necessarily go without saying right? Um, you have a lot of background noise on today. Was that your responsibility? Well, actually you got in touch before and you were like, well, this has happened. The basement is like literally underwater. The electricity went, <laughs> you know, you actually showed a lot of taking responsibility by showing up in a the most quiet place you could find, you know, so we can have this conversation. So I, I would appreciate that, you know, whereas I could also have different assumptions if we hadn't talked about it beforehand, All right? So, I think that's that's where the important bit comes in. I always go on about contracting, and I actually noticed I'm doing less and less contracting the more I have been coaching. And I'm like, ha! Huh. It's a good reminder often to go back and reflect on what goes without saying for me that might not go without saying for this person, because the person in the gym tuning in for the coaching session, you know, might have not thought that that's you know frowned upon in any way. You know, because that w- what have we not talked about? So this is happening. You know, how can we engage with that? And at that moment, perhaps recontract in a way that uh, offers, like assumes best intentions on the side of the client.
0: I think it's also a really interesting space come to think of it and thinking of one of our other questions that we've got this time. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting space for kind of, personal learning and reflection about ourselves and also about how our client shows up I'm thinking more in the ter- mm-hmm. in terms of like things like transactional analysis maybe you know like are we the ones as coaches who have a tendency as characters to take responsibility and to assume the role of like the hero are or are we working with the kind of clients who tend to see themselves as victims and kind of rely on others to kind of solve the problems in their lives so you know Mm -hmm. i think the dynamics and maybe this comes a bit out of therapy as well i think it's interesting to witness between you and your client the kind of dynamics that evolve and you know for some people that can maybe even be relevant to bring into the conversation
2: yeah so as soon as the client turns up in a particular way that we feel they've taken too much or too little responsibility whatever it is It's already super interesting to just kind of acknowledge that and take note of it and perhaps take that as a a doorway into talking about your general uh, relationship with taking responsibility or not taking responsibility. So I I find that super fascinating. So it's not just about, okay, we're co-creating the space here, but also in the way that you relate to the space and how little or how much responsibility you want to take in the space tells me something about who you are as a person.
1: Yeah, I, I really like the questions that you mentioned at the beginning around responsibility. I think for, for coaches, it takes courage to bring those questions up because, you know, it's very easy, I think, also for coaches to say, well, I'm just, and, and again, this is not a judgment, but again, it's very easy to say that, you know, my role is just to hold the space and, you know, r- results are not in my control, right? But we actually have so much influence on the, on the container that we create together. And again, as every single coach has a different way of working, but I think the more responsibility we take as a coach, we can actually really, uh, we can help our clients to take more responsibility by bringing these questions up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've been using responsibility and expectations uh, kind of in a, uh, a, a similar, very similar way, almost inter- interchangeably. And I think, it, the language we use can have quite an impact here, because if I'm saying, if I'm asking, what are you taking responsibility for? Let's have a conversation about what am I, what are my responsibilities, what are your responsibilities here as we journey together. Sounds very different to, here's what I expect from you, which some people might hear as, oh, now there's expectations, and they might have a difficult relationship with being expected, having things expected of them again, could open fantastic doors into who you are as a person and what's that relationship about. So you might jump straight into something. Um, But, uh, you know, you might want to use language in the beginning to make this as productive as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, again, what's coming up is like, you know, the thought that ultimately what we want to do is not create a relationship in which there's a sort of dependence of the client on the coach, you know, Mm -hmm. going forward and long-term what we want to do is kind of support our clients during a certain period of time or for a number of sessions and more and more all the time, enable them and give them the tools to kind of support themselves better and grow independently without it.
2: So what do you, what do you tell them then? Well, you know, if, if there was a question, if you would give your client a little speech about what do you expect of them, what do you think their responsibility is here what what would you say to them good,
1: good question um i think I think for me at this at the start of the relationship it's it's co-creating few agreements mm-hmm. so for example, one could be that you know if we if we discuss that there's something like there's field work, there's there's homework to be done between sessions. If we discuss it and you agree on it, that you make that a priority. And if for whatever reason you cannot do it within that time period, you let me know beforehand. So that that's that's one thing. Another thing is I think a conversation about timing, being being on time. Uh, if there are p- payments involved, like if there's a monthly payment plan, a conversation about that. And I think the, the more, what, what I've just noticed in my own experiences, the more I bring the, like, a lot of these things have come up through, from experience, noticing little things that, that I had expectations of and the expectations weren't met. And I noticed that, hey, I didn't communicate that clearly. Mm-hmm. And actually it got in the way of the coaching relationship. For me, like for right now, the money conversation is only once and then it's done. Whether it's an upfront payment or whether it's monthly payments, but usually it's just one conversation and, and we just talk about that and make sure that it's very clear and it's on paper and then it's done. And it doesn't get actually in the way of the coaching agreement. I think also really important is that I used to think that, these, that this conversation is more for me, but actually it's just to create a win-win scenario here, right? And some things, you know, Something you need, you need, you can create an agreement around something and you need to bring it up again, mm. right? And, and I think that's where the coaching is. But for me, yeah, personally, is I think around field work, around payments, around timing, and also I think around, um, you know, around the idea of that things are not always going to be easy, right? Around the, the idea that sometimes you will be challenged, sometimes, you know, It'll be, you know, it'll courage to discuss certain things. But again, just reminding them that this is a safe space, right? And I think just setting up that container. And I think those are, those are some of the basic things that come up for me right now. But I think, you know, yeah, those are probably the fundamental things. Thank you.:
0: Sorry, are you asking me to... Yeah. The same question. What do
1: you expect from your clients?
0: I mean, definitely taking ultimately responsibility for their outcome. Um, also, you know, I will ask clients at the beginning, in, in terms of contracting, you know, is 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 doing homework something that you would like to do as part of our coaching? If they say yes, I will say, you know, how would you like me to respond to you when, if what in a, in a case where it, you, you haven't done the homework or would you like me to check in with you? you know I kind of try and you know make it as accessible as possible for them but ultimately kind of em- emphasize if not directly although it's direct in the contract you know the the collaborative aspect and the co-responsibility um in different ways so yeah I think again you know so much of it is is going with the individual and just trying to be as clear as possible from the outset.
2: Um, yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. I think that what I want to highlight there is that what's always important to me is that people are, are speaking up when something is not working for them or when something is working particularly well for them. And I often check into that, but I want to have an agreement where the, the, my clients know that I expect them to be really open in this space, you know, most of all to themselves, um, but that includes me, you know, and that that kind of that integrity of following up on what they commit to, um, but not in a way that they feel they're putting all of this pressure and accountability on them, which I know kind of works, but I, I'd much rather have someone not follow up on their commitments, but then again, circling back, be really open about what was going on there so that we can look at it. And then then there's a a few bits in just in the contract around um, what I expect of them. Um, Some of that is just kind of tick box exercises. Um, Something that I don't necessarily want to spend lots of time uh, talking about during the session, but some things that I want us to be on the same page about. That's part of why I started using written contracts, you know, so that we're literally on the same page on some of those things. You know, what, what are you committing to? And that also, like Sivash said, includes uh, payments or stopping uh, a group membership, for example. Um, what's happening when somebody wants to leave or take a break or whatever, you know? Um, so it's, I think it's really helpful for every coach to think about what would be my list of what I expect because they're going to be different from coach to coach it depends so much on who you work with and how you work so it'll be super interesting to see some of those lists perhaps from people out there uh if you have one or if you've made one based on what we just talked about uh just kind of post it post it in the comments you know here is here is a list of my expectations to my clients
1: yeah and i think it's also it's important to the the willingness to experiment right mm-hmm. You know, I think there's there's not one way. I, I joined the program a few years ago. And it was a business program, but in in the first session, there was like a, an A4 page. And I said, here are 15, I think there were around 15, 15, 20 things. Here are things you can expect from us. And there's on the other side, there were like five things. Here's what we expect from you. Right? And I think it's just really powerful to to show it like that. And again, everyone, you know, you can do it in in different ways. I mean that was more a business mentoring, business coaching program, but I think it's it's setting it up, setting the container up in the right way. I think it's so powerful, um, and and again, just the willingness to experiment. You might notice that you didn't talk about something, and you want to bring it back, bring it in with the next with the next client.
2: Yeah, willingness to experiment, willingness to leave your comfort zone, you know, willingness to follow up on commitments or just generally be really open and really engage in the space, engage in the work, you know, speak up if things work or don't work. I think it's a, it's a really good start of a list.
0: Hmm. Cool guys. Thank you. Really enjoyed that. That was really helpful and I'll definitely be thinking about that more and making my own list as well.
2: Great. Well, let's, let's leave that here. Um, I think I've said all I I wanted to say for now and I'd like to see some of those lists and always, you know, send us some questions. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you. So if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, We're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review, or even support us on Patreon. Um, That would be amazing. And lastly... You can find us across all major platforms. So uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, And that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.